0: Hi, welcome to the I Am A Kingdom Influencer radio broadcast. I am your host, Elder Corlette James, and I am so happy to be able to connect with you in the airwaves on today. Now sit back, buckle up, and let's meet today's influencers. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Am a Kingdom Influencer radio broadcast. I am so happy that you have joined in today, and I am so excited because I have someone that will definitely encourage you, bless you, and promote you or prompt you, I should say, into really becoming a kingdom influencer because he has influenced countless thousands of people. And so I am speaking of none other than Dr. George Frazier. And again, I am just so stoked to have him on the show. And I'm sure you will appreciate it as well, because he has so much wisdom to impart into us. So welcome to the show, Dr. Frazier.
1: No, it's an honor. God bless you. Thank you for doing God's work. And I just want to encourage you uh, like, stay the course.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank You're you doing so good work. Much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, awesome. Awesome. You are um, known globally, <laughs> literally, as, so, so to speak, the king of networking. Um, mm-hmm. You have been in this sphere for so very long. How did you get here? How did you, um, or what prompted you, I should say, to start encouraging people to network among themselves?
1: um many years ago as i let's say climbed the corporate ladder
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh first of all climbed out of orphanages and foster care and then began climbing the corporate ladder or our ladder of success metaphorically speaking i had noticed that i had a skill that i that allowed me to 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 ascend quickly. Um, I didn't know what it was called, but but I knew that I had good people skills,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that I liked people. I was engaged by people, I was engaging to people. I was interested in people, and people. Were interested in the things that I had to say, mm-hmm. and every job I had, whether it was with Procter Gamble, United Way, or the Ford Motor Company, before I started my own business in 1987, um, it was my people skills. I mean, I have a high school diploma in woodworking, right? Because no one thought I was college material. Now I ended up with three doctorate degrees, right? So I, I did. You know, I, I didn't graduate from Harvard. I didn't have. A, uh, you know, a, a highly influential educational pedigree. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had good interpersonal and people skills, wh- of which today they call emotional intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. EQ. And I say to people all the time that at, at some juncture in your life, at some point in time in your life, you're going to understand that your EQ will be more important than your IQ, mm-hmm. that your ability to cultivate, nurture, and develop relationships with people right mm-hmm. um will will matter the most at the end of the day there's a beautiful uh, passage in the bible that speaks to this it's actually my favorite passage in the bible It's john 5 30 it is a direct quote from jesus christ there are not that many direct quotes from jesus christ in the bible but this is a direct quote from jesus christ john five thirty, and jesus said i of my own self can do nothing Now, this is Jesus. Jesus couldn't get it done on his own by himself in a vacuum, right? So what's up with you? Why would you think (laughs) anything anything worth talking about on your own by yourself in a vacuum? Now, I came to this realization at a very young age Mm -hmm. and and worked on my people and interpersonal skills um, and achieved a very, very high amount of success. And I decided I was um, selected by the Ford Motor Company to go through its minority dealer development program. I was one of twelve African American men. This is back in 1985-86, mm-hmm. and um, I went through. It was a two-year program, paid. I graduated at the top of the class, and then I decided to. God didn't want me to sell cars. I mean, this, is, uh, this is this internal conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, had I chose to be the first black Ford Lincoln Mercury dealer in Cleveland, Ohio, um, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. But I chose not to take that opportunity, uh, much to the dismay of my wife of 45 years. Uh, and I told her that I really wanted to teach Black people, how to effectively build relationships and networking. I love it. So she was, sort of, what? Well, how do you make a living doing that? Now, remember, this is, this was, um, thirty-one years ago. Mm-hmm. How do you make a living, doing that? I said, I don't know, but but that's the the direction that God is moving me in. Uh, that is what I'm feeling uh nothing wrong with selling cars i'm not hating on anybody who is an automobile uh dealership owner um but that wasn't where i moved uh, that's where, uh, what that's wasn't what really moved me mm-hmm. and so i began down that path and i began by starting small networking events uh uh replacing the old happy hour okay I convinced <laughs> a, a large and famous black nightclub in uh, Cleveland Vell's uh, Party Center they would have a uh, you know a happy hour. I said, well let's turn the happy hour. We can have the happy hour, but let's turn it into um, uh, an engagement on teaching people how to to effectively network. This is where all the black professionals came after work. So he agreed with me reluctantly and so I probably have the honor of putting on the first, Black happy hour networking event with instruction, right? Wow. Uh, in America, right? Yes. And um, sent out invitations. About 500 people showed up, and we had the happy hour. The deal was that we would charge people $5 to get in. I would get the door, and he would get the bar.
2: Okay. Right? Okay.
1: Um, we would do the bar for about an hour and a half. Then we would stop everything people would take a seat and I would stand up and begin lecturing people on on networking strategies and tactics. Uh, It was such a huge hit, right? That he engaged me uh, to do it at least once a month uh, for as many years as I wanted to do it. So I said, okay, well, I I, I commit to that, but I'm, I'm gonna need to find a sponsor. Right. I'm gonna. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make it even better. Not only am I going to lecture about networking, I'm going to bring in some national speakers from around the country, who can talk about other subject matter. So I asked John Johnson, who was the uh, founder of Ebony magazine, to be a speaker one month. I asked Susan Taylor, who was the editor of Essence Magazine to come in and speak one month. I asked Earl Graves, who was the founder of Black Enterprise Magazine to come in and speak one month. I asked Ron Brown, who was then chairman of the Democratic Party, who basically discovered Bill Clinton to come and speak one month. Uh, And it went went like that. And Ford Motor Company, uh, who had put me through a training uh, and was disappointed that I didn't take a dealership, they were the sponsor, they paid they sponsored it for a hundred thousand dollars mm. for the first year. Wow! That wow. that began the process of me teaching network networking, and because I was collecting lots of business cards and people were asking me, uh, "Do you know this person who was there last month or that person?" I put together a directory using all the business cards called Success Guide: The Networking Guide to Black Resources in Cleveland. Right? It was coffee table quality. Coffee table quality. Right. It was really a comment about the old school black pages. And so uh, that generated massive revenue. And then I started putting on conferences and workshops and seminars uh, and then writing books on the subject. Uh, I wrote a book called Success Runs in Our Race, The Complete Guide to Effective Networking in the African-American. Me- I wrote that 25, yeah, 25 years, 25 wow. years ago, uh, wow. it was a groundbreaking book. There were 14 books on networking at the time, um, and I read all of them. I was reading for what wasn't written and what wasn't being said uh, about networking. And what I noticed in all 14 of the books, uh, they nothing really resonated or addressed the cultural picadillos or the cultural specificities of African americans So then I decided, well, I'm going to write a book on networking targeted. To the African American community. Hmm. So it's very culturally based, uh, you know, understanding our own culture, mm-hmm. so and, and how to use that. And and, and, and and the critical things that we must do as, 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 as people of African descent in cultivating relationships with our own and with others. Um, and so that book, uh, Earl Grace became a good friend of mine Uh, after I had invited him, I'd done some work for him, and then I had invited him to speak, and I sent him the book to give me a blurb. Um, He read the book, he said, this is groundbreaking. He said, we're gonna do something different. Um, We are going to have our first uh, uh, book excerpt in Black Enterprise Magazine. Uh, Black, uh, and and Success Runs in Our Race will be the first one that we've ever done. Uh, And we would like to put you on the cover of Black Enterprise Magazine. So I ended up on the cover of Black Enterprise Magazine. Uh, And once that happened, the trajectory uh, of my life completely changed. And so Mm. that's that's a long answer to your question, but that's what happened. Uh, In other words, uh, this is entrepreneurial thinking. I saw a need. A need for us to develop our interpersonal and people skills, to develop our networking skills, to develop our relationship building skills, if we were to be successful in the public, private, or independent sector. We're going to be successful entrepreneurs, and we're going to climb the corporate ladder, you're going to have to have incredible interpersonal and people skills because you cannot do it by yourself. Very Business is about networking. Right? Well, business is about relationships. Without relationships, you have no business. Mm-hmm. Without relationships, you have no business being in business. Mm-hmm. In fact, the business we're all really in is the business of building relationships.
2: Very true.
1: Right? Yeah. Um, you, you can, you know, you can make a sale and make a commission.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you can make a friend and make a fortune. Mm-hmm. I've chosen to make friends. Over the the continuum of my life, I'm 73 years wow. old, and that has enabled me to make a fortune, because people do business with people that they know, that they respect,
2: and trust.
1: And that they like.
2: Yeah,
1: that's who. That's that's right. Right. that they like see right. i don't care what it is that you do there are at least 10 people that can do what you do and a mm-hmm. few of them can do it better than you uh-huh. so the reason i choose to do business with you versus the other 10 choices i have is because i know you i respect you you are who you say you are you can do what you say you can do mm-hmm. but most importantly i like you yeah. right when is the last time you did a piece of serious business with somebody you hated no, you, don't. you don't have to, No. you don't have to, you don't, That's right? You have, you have too many options, too many choices. That is so true. Right? Yeah. So cultivating, nurturing, and building relationships and understanding the power and importance of networking uh, and what it will mean to your life throughout every passage of your life is an absolute critical skill to develop because you're not gifted with that. You mm-hmm. learn that. Emotional intelligence is not like personality. It is not like IQ. You, your, your DNA uh, programs your personality. There are personality exams that you can take to tell mm-hmm. you what kind of personality you have. There's yes. very little you can do to change that. That is in your DNA.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, your, your IQ, your basic raw intelligence, is also within your DNA right? So uh, there's very little you can do to improve your IQ. It's just, your IQ is just your capacity to learn, Mm -hmm. right? Some people have the capacity to be a rocket scientist, right? Mm -hmm. And some people, you know, have a capacity to to be an engineer. Some people have a capacity um, to be a social worker. So social workers don't typically have the interests or capacity to go into rocket science. So you can't change your IQ, you can't change your personality, but you can change your EQ, your emotional intelligence. You can study for that. You can learn on how to be better at working with and through other people. There's a wonderful book called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. It's a book that I recommend to everyone. It's the best book written on the science of emotional intelligence, which is a, a, a new science, and uh, you can pick it up in the airport, pick up that book, read that book twice, uh, and you'll be a different human being, and you'll be more successful in life as you improve your emotional intelligence. Um, there's an exam. When you buy that book, uh, you get a code in the back of the book. You can go on an internet site and take an emotional intelligence, an EQ exam. Just like you take an IQ exam Mm -hmm. or personality uh, exam. You can take an EQ exam. Find out where your EQ is before you read the book. Read the book and then take the exam again. Mm. Right? That's what they want you to do. Okay. So uh, Barack Obama took the exam. Barack Obama registered in the high 90s in terms of eq so did i in, in the high 90s and you can see it mm-hmm. right you can that see ability right right mm-hmm. right how did i mean how does a a, a second a year senator become president, president. of the united states <laughs> like, yes black man, yes
2: right
1: yes, he was yes. not that angry black man and mm-hmm. right i mean he had incredible interpersonal and people skills
2: mm-hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. it was people say you read about him that was the one of the main reasons he became president he was very likable
2: yes yes yes.
0: let me ask you a question And, and especially coming from our culture how difficult has it been or have you had any difficulty in um getting the mindset of the african-american cultured person to move from that competitiveness to working with synergies and connecting and networking so that it's not you know i've got to try to one-up you rather i can work with you and we can do this together
1: yeah that's a that's a, a powerful insight um that is the work that god has assigned me uh God does not assign you things that are easy. Uh, As I like to say, if it was easy, why would God need you? So we are assigned difficult tasks uh, that end up being our life's work. And to answer your question more directly, it's been very difficult, very difficult. Now I've stayed the course though. Mm -hmm. I've charted this course, and I've stayed the course and I've seen the needle move. Um, And more and more of us are understanding the power of collaboration Mm -hmm. which is more important than the power of cooperation. Mm -hmm. I say this all the time. Um, Cooperation is important. I'm not poo-pooing it. But collaboration is more important. When you cooperate, one and one makes two. When you collaborate, one and one makes 11. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for collaborative relationships. Mm -hmm. So should you. Collaborative. Um, Followship is just as important as leadership, to be a good follower, a loyal and obedient and disciplined follower, right? And to uh, synergistically build on and add value to and uh, help whatever idea or leader, a vision whom you're following, help that idea to flower and grow. Mm-hmm. right that's good fellowship. no one has all the ideas right. right you can birth an idea you can have a vision but it needs the input and points of view of other people mm-hmm. for it to fully blossom and to fully flower and there's power in that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so Being a good follower, being disciplined and obedient uh, is very, very important. And and, and as a a people, we have have lost a lot of the discipline and obedience of of the old guard. I mean, Dr. King had disciplined and obedient followers around him, right? They gave him good advice from Jesse Jackson uh, to... Uh, Bayard Rushton um to Andy Young um you know to, to uh, uh, Ralph Abernathy uh to C.T. Vivian these were all leaders in the in their own right. right but when it came to Dr. King's vision they followed his vision with discipline and obedience and added heft and value uh and content uh uh, and different strengths to that vision, mm-hmm. to bring it to life. Mm-hmm. so this this is what this is where we must get to as a people.
0: I love it. One of the things, I know for for the platform that God gave me as far as being an influencer, um, <laughs> I, I see what what you do especially with your upcoming conference, and I, I want you to talk about that, but I see what you do in far as gathering people in and strengthening them. Like, like I said, I kind of liken it to church to where my pastor calls a God school, where you come in, you get built up so you can go out. You know, so you don't stay in the confines of the four walls. And I see what you're doing as being that influencer, literally imparting into people's lives the ability and the strength to come together cohesively, you know, and and learn of one another so that you can go back out into the world and do phenomenal things. So I'm just at awe in how you've put yeah. all of that together.
1: Let, let me let me say that a little differently. It's a, it's a beautiful observation. And I just gave a, two sermons at Mount Carmel Baptist Church in Charlotte on Sunday. And uh, what I said to the congregation and to the pastor, you don't build businesses, you build people. And, mm-hmm. and people build businesses. The mm-hmm. same thing applies to churches. You don't build a church. You build the congregation mm-hmm. and the congregation builds the church. Everything is about building people so when you come to the power networking conference which is now june 26th to the 29th in houston texas mm-hmm. named by forbes magazine as one of the top five conferences not to be missed in america not one of the top five black conferences one no. of the top five all the conferences yes. uh that are done in this country and it's a place that you need to be you need to know about it go to powernetworkingconference.com, www.powernetworkingconference.com and learn all about the incredible faculty and people who are going to be there damon john will be one of our featured speakers but there will be there are others Um, the conference is about building our faculty and building uh our attendees that's what it's about right it's Mm -hmm. not about me Mm -hmm. not about featuring me you can say i might be the conductor of the orchestra okay right i'm I'm conducting the orchestra Mm -hmm. But without master uh, uh, teachers and master students in the audience, you don't have anything, right? People come to a concert where they enjoy the mastery of the music, Mm -hmm. and someone has to conduct it or arrange that music so the, the master violinist or the master drummer or the master timpani player or the master bassist or the master flutist can do their thing. Mm-hmm. This is really what you see at the Power Network. We have a massive faculty of 60 of, of some of the best and brightest brothers and sisters, trainers, coaches, speakers in America. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that is how we have to think about everything we do. If you want to grow your business, you better grow your people. You better find the right yes. people yes. and help them grow. And, and see, the way this works, if I was to say it simply the 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 way I would say it is is this way, Help me, help you. Help me. You see, so what I'm really saying is, help me understand, Corlette, mm-hmm. how can I help you? Mm. And then in helping you, I'm really helping me. You see, that's the first and foremost principle of networking. You give first, you share always. Mm -hmm. The getting comes later, sometimes much later. And getting may not come directly from you, right? So you've got to give to get. This is biblical. I didn't make this up. That's true. You ain't giving, you ain't getting, right? If you have nothing, it's because you've given nothing. Mm-hmm. So giving metaphorically means give other people the breath of life, give them what you know, share what you know, help them grow, and you will never be forgotten. Right? You will never right. be forgotten if you are yes. if you're of a service mindset. Mm-hmm. So it is mm-hmm. impossible to give and not get. This is how God designed the system. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So I I advise everyone to give until it hurts and then give until it feels good
0: i wholeheartedly concur i um i'm of the belief that if you impact somebody's life that's how you build your legacy that's That's what will live on and it becomes generational you know how you build your life exactly how you build your life and how you affect the lives of others you know Um, It it is a phenomenal thing. And and you've done a phenomenal job Mm -hmm. of impacting the lives of so many. I know that there's another conference coming up because I'm a part of it as well. Um, The Black CEO 19 conference that is February the 21st through the 23rd. And I understand that you are one of the, the keynote speakers at that conference. And it, 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 encourages me so much that you lend yourself to other people's platforms to also still with that singleness of mindset to come together and help us enrich our lives that that's phenomenal to me
1: yeah well thank you and um i'm humbled by that and um but you know i just believe that's what we're supposed to do Mm -hmm. we are God does not give us this wisdom with this experience, um, uh, not to share it. I mean, we have to share it. Um, That is the purpose of it. Um, If we think about it deeply, what is the purpose of life? The purpose of life is very simple it is to love, to give, to serve, and to add the highest value every minute of every day to somebody. Or something. Mm. That is the purpose of life. There is no other reason for living, right? Loving, giving, serving, adding the highest value to somebody or something. This is what we are here to do. When you do that, it is impossible to fail. It's impossible.
2: Mm.
1: It is when we get greedy, when we get selfish, when we go inward when it's when we're narcissistic and it's about me this is the problem that donald trump is having right it is so obvious that everything is about him oh yeah that's why right that's why he's one of the most hated men in the world right he's not only a terrible president he is a terrible human being that's the conclusion that and i don't i'm not you know I'm, i'm not trying to hate on him I'm just this is this is just now publicly clear
2: yeah. Right? yeah
1: because he is he is he is centered on him and what he needs what benefits him how it serves him right mm-hmm. um and that is that is a formula for disaster Disaster. Even the
2: the
0: word of God tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves, you know. Yes. Um you cannot just be focused and self-centered, you know. Um and there there unfortunately there are many people out there that are, you know, yeah. but Thank God that there are people like you and others that are out on the forefront to encourage one to do some introspecting, you know, go inside yourself and see really what what is your contribution to mankind, basically. And, and mankind is everybody that is around you, you know, what That's are right. you contributing to their lives for the betterment? For the better, how
1: are you adding value? Yes, that's why God put you here. Yes, God did not put you here to take away value, He put okay. it, He put you here to add value. How, what, what is your contribution to humankind?
2: Right, right, right.
1: absolutely, to the
0: absolutely.
1: bigger thing, something bigger than you,
0: <laughs>
1: and there's more so much more, world, <laughs> <right>. there's <laughs> there's more is- to this world than just you. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't get your act together, you don't. Do the work to focus on honing your skills, educating your mind, uh, learning, growing. Yes, that's sort of you centric. You've got to, you've got to pour into you so that you can pour into others. Right. But there, there is a, there has to be a balance.
0: Yes, there has to be. Well, Mm Doctor Frazier, thank you so very, very much. Unfortunately we're running out of time. I could do this all day though and just sit at your feet and listen. This is phenomenal. I, I absolutely appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to our listeners. And and for just for the encouragement to know that, you know, no matter what anybody has said about you, I, I was really moved by your story. And no matter what people say about you, that is not the end all be all of the story. You know, sure. you know what you were gifted with what God called you to and the fact that you were willing to take a risk to step out in that calling. And as they say, the rest history that's phenomenal as well so i just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing this for us Um, and for what you do seriously for what you do for the world as a whole but for our people especially because there you are that person that we can look to And know that, you know, we don't have to have that crab in the barrel mentality and pull each one down. But we literally can come together and accomplish things. Um, My ex-boss had a saying that working together works. And that is the honest to God truth. You know, we come together. And I love your, your analogy of collaboration. When we come together, we are so much stronger and can accomplish so much more. So, again, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you.
1: God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless you
0: as well. Thank you. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. I know that you have been encouraged. You have been blessed and you have been touched in probably places you didn't even realize existed. And know that you have the ability to be a kingdom influencer, to make a difference in the lives of those that are around you. As Dr. Frazier said, it is not just about you but it is about having an impact on mankind, on humankind. We are human beings, not human doings. We're human beings. We were called and created to be something and somebody. So embrace Mm. that, embrace it in its fullness, and you have a God-blessed day. Thank you for joining me for this edition of I Am a Kingdom Influencer. And remember, you have the ability to impact the lives of all those you come in contact with. You are a kingdom influencer.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c sweetradiocom